Hi everybody and welcome to the 11th episode of the JLG Grey's Anatomy podcast. My name is Jesse, and this podcast is going to be over the uh, characters of Dr. Richard Weber as played by James Pickens Jr. and Dr. Mark Sloan as played by Eric Dane. Alright, so we're going to get started with Dr. Richard Weber and he is uh, a very big character to cover and uh, here we go. So he did his residency at Seattle Grace where he's now chief of, um, he, he's chief of surgery at Seattle Grace Hospital and he did his residency there and he had an affair with Meredith's mother, Alice Gray, which, yeah, they were both married, which is why it's called an affair. And, uh, Alice wanted him to leave, uh, what's her, Adele? He wanted, she wanted him to leave Adele and she would leave her husband, Thatcher. But Richard couldn't bring himself to leave his wife, and I find that he's a lot like Derek in that way. He's kind of, he's the guy who says, I made this commitment to this marriage and I have to see it through. And so, and we later find out that Adele actually had known that there was something between them. Because, you know, you always think people don't know, but they're not dumb. <laughs> anyway, I mean, sometimes the, people hide it well, but I feel like this is, this is a different situation. Anyway, um, later he did confess to having ended a, his affair with Ellis because he thought he had a lot of baggage and he wanted Ellis to have better. After he finished his residency at Seattle Grace, Richard left, and he completed his fellowship elsewhere, and then I don't know where he went, um, <laughs> I don't know what's going on, okay, anyway, so, we have Richard Weber, he's kind of, he's never had, like, a huge storyline besides the whole affair thing with Meredith's, uh, mother, Alice Gray, and, uh, also, the, the, um, he's always a, over given to the hospital and he thinks that nothing can get done unless he's there and then um so then his wife leaves him why is this so short for me sorry i'm try. i'll try to spread it out okay so anyway um he well here's the story uh at the end of season two uh, there was the prom, and it was for his uh, his niece who was dying because she had cancer, and she just wanted to have a prom. So her friends were having a prom, and since the uh, interns had been bad, uh, this is when they had cut the alibi wire, but no one would confess as to who. And so Richard put them on prom duty, and uh, in the end, what eventually happened was Richard's wife Adele, his wife Adele, um, had said, "You know, you are either going to retire." from chief of surgery and stay with me or we are not going to be together anymore and he couldn't bring himself to retire because he's so devoted to his work and i don't think he ever meant to betray his or leave his wife leaving alone for so long and uh then he never meant for that to happen because he is that good kind he's that good guy and then adele leaves him because he won't uh retire and another let's see and he's always seen as the authority figure, but sometimes he's really funny, I think, because he's still, he's still kind of a kid at heart, I feel. Like, uh, when he wanted to see someone, or, yeah, when Joe was going to, Joe and Walter, the bartender and his boyfriend, were going to adopt a baby, and they found this woman, and, and Dr. Weber wanted to meet him, but Addison had said, like, you know, she's all exposed, you don't want to see that. She was really, like, it was really terrible lying, and really, like, it was bad because they just wanted to keep him away from there. And he was like, oh, no, I don't. And so he just kind of walked away because he's still kind of a kid at heart, and I like that. 
And then he decided that he was going to retire, and he had to name a successor, and it was tough because you have Preston Burke, who was amazing, and he was the interim chief, and he did a wonderful job, and he was promised it first. But Preston also did lie. He lied about the tremor in his hand, and that was a big deal. And then we come to Derek, who his personal life could really have too much involvement into his life as chief. And Addison and Mark, I feel like we're just kind of... Addison's a little girl sometimes, and, you know, she's really renowned, and I think she's wonderful, but at the same time, I don't know. And I kind of wonder, I feel like she might be the most qualified, because she is so versatile, like, she's an OBGYN, she's a neonatal whatever, and she's, like, she's everything, I feel, and she's pretty, pretty wonderful. And then, um, I feel like Mark was never really... He never really had a chance. He was a lot of show, and he did really well at, like, his giving uh, presentations and so. But, you know, I think Richard knew that the follow-through would be a little rough. I think that's the same with Addison, too. And then uh, he attempts to... He, he he goes and tells his wife, you know, I gave up. I'm retiring. And then he finds out that she has actually moved on. And uh, it forces him to come to a realization that this time in his life is kind of over. And then, as we continue to move on, uh, we at the end of the season three, where we left off, Adele was pregnant, and he didn't know it, and it turned out to be his child, which he didn't know at first, and he didn't know, and I think this is the sweetest thing ever, and this is why he is such a stand-up guy, is because he didn't know that it wasn't his child, but he was still going to be there for Adele. He wasn't going to leave her side. He was going to, you know, he was going to be everything for her. And it just, like, that really broke her, and I think that they're starting to mend their relationship again, and I think that's, um, I think that he deserves that. Because with Ellis, he did struggle because he wanted to see her, and she was reliving the past when they were together in their affair, and they were mixed up in all of this, and he wanted to be there for Ellis, but what he needed to be there was for his wife, and I think he was very, very torn. But, um, I really, he's a good character, and I'm, I'm glad they didn't write him out. Uh, as leaving. So James Pickens Jr., he's a... We're going to talk about him now. He's pretty, pretty... Uh, he's great. He's pretty acclaimed. He was born on October 26, 1954 in Cleveland, Ohio, which is um, where some of my family's from. Wonderful. Anyway, uh, he has done a lot in his acting career, so we're going to start there. He started his career by playing uh, Zach Edwards, um... On the soap opera Another World, which is good, from 1986, and that was until 1990. And he has also had roles on Curb Your Enthusiasm, I love that show, The West Wing, Roseanne, Beverly Hills 90210, and Six Feet Under. And so then, of course, he's also, um, of course, he's also done Grey's Anatomy, you all know that. And I, did, was he on the Cosby show? It doesn't say it on here, but I feel like he might have been. Anyway, um, he has been in, uh, 2007, there was a play that he was in February 28, 2007, it was called The Gift of Peace, it's a reading at UCLA's, uh, Freud Playhouse, I don't know, he portrays a man whose life experiences lead him to volunteer in a peace movement, and he actually played along Amy Brenneman, who was also going to be in the Addison spinoff, Grey's Anatomy 2.0, as people like to call it. And, um, so let's talk, a little, I guess, a little bit about his family. There's not much on him here, either. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we, he's married to 
um, his wife, Gina, and they have two lovely children together. And uh, in his spare time, uh, even, like, this is on set, not on set directly, but on the lot somewhere. And at home, he can be found uh, riding horses and uh, roping cattle. He won't be found riding horses on set, but he will be finding, like, cattle roping. They have things that they can bring in, and then he does that to calm himself down and get him uh, focused, which I think is pretty cool. And he's a member. Oh, I didn't know this. He's a member of the United States uh, Team Roping Championship, and he competes in roping events across the country. And he has an American quarter horse, horse, horse named Smokey. He, uh, his two children, Carl and Gav, is it Gavin? They're uh, both pursuing careers in show business as well. Carl is uh, working on a hip hop career, and. Uh, He's been seen in a few places, like hanging with Mr. Cooper. And then uh, Omar. Oh, his <laughs> Omar's not his son. Anyway, so, you know, you keep a lookout for them, I suppose. We'll see how it's going. And then let's see what else we can find on him. Um, he also had quite a notable time on the practice, and he, I, I'm a big fan of Neil Patrick Harris, so I think this is interesting, but he also, uh, he was on Doogie Howser once, and he was, uh, he had a decent role, decent, uh, stint on The X-Files, which is also, you know, that's also pretty good. Well, okay, I guess the last thing about him is... He went to Bowling Green State University in Bowling Green, Ohio, and he has a degree in art. So that's, um, I guess that's what we have on James Pickens Jr. Uh, so let's move on to Dr. Mark Sloan, uh, otherwise known as McSteamy in, um, in this wonderful world of, of Grey's Anatomy. So, let's see. Uh, Mark Sloan was in New York City, and he really didn't have a lot of family, I guess, because at a young age, he and Dr. Shepard, Derek Shepard, became uh, really, really close, and they were almost like brothers, and uh, apparently he would sleep with at least one of the Shepard sisters, Nancy. We don't even know how many he slept with, but uh, their their friendship was really tight up until the time when Mark and uh, Addison decided that it would be a good idea to cheat. Uh, or Addison was cheating and Mark was the uh, mistress, whatever. Anyway, so Mark attended medical school and he completed his residency and fellowship in plastic surgery and he was one of the high he, like, I believe uh, Karev calls him something like, he's the go-to plastic surgeon on the East Coast, which is really great. And uh, so, then we have, you know, Derek is fleeing from New York away from Mark because Mark and Addison were sleeping together and he caught them. And it's, um, so Mark is, he starts off with a really terrible reputation. Anyway, so then Addison has been, um, we find out actually that Addison was pregnant with Mark's baby and she didn't want to have a baby with Mark. She wanted to have Derek's baby. So she decided to have an abortion and, um, it was probably right because he probably wouldn't have been a great father, but, um, it still had a, it hit Mark kind of hard because he really did want, he was excited about this child and, you know, it was taken away from him. But then uh, Mark, def uh, later on, he left to find Addison at uh, Seattle Grace, and then he uh, performed a surgery, even though like he and Derek were fighting about it. This was before Sloan was actually hired to be head of plastics. But uh, later on, he was, 
he was hired at Seattle Grace for their plastic program, and he just was, he was that guy, it was like Addison was that woman who was going to make their neonatal uh, section of the hospital so much greater. He was the guy that was going to make their, he was going to raise them to the new level in plastics. And um, apparently his personal philosophy is people don't come to me to fix what's on the outside, they come to fix uh, what's on the inside. Huh. Okay. And he's kind of, I think he feels like what he's doing is he's giving confidence to people by changing how they look on the outside. And then, uh, he, uh, he comes to Seattle Grace to, Mark originally comes to Seattle Grace, as I said, to come back and woo Addison, but when he does, does he hits on Meredith Grey, who happens to be the one that Derek hit on first, and apparently they always like the same women. And they, he and Meredith form a little uh, club, I guess you could call it, uh, the Dirty Ex-Mistresses, which is funny. I think it's pretty funny anyway. And uh, so he, I mean, he's the guy that everybody sleeps with apparently, like Callie and um, Meredith never did, but he does have some commitment issues and um, he has a lot of one night stands and he does a lot of womanizing and he's, um, he's just... He's had more affairs before, not just Addison, so that um, that obviously isn't healthy. No matter, like, what happens, he is extraordinarily intelligent, and he's really good at what he does, which is, I think, is hard for people to take. But they are trying to... So he is McSteamy, as I mentioned, uh, even though they tried to call him McSexy and McYummy. I'm definitely glad they didn't choose those, and they came up with McSteamy. I think that's a pretty good one. And, uh, then one time when Meredith was, uh, if you'll remember, when Meredith was high on painkillers, uh, she told, she, she bellows to him and calls him McSteamy, and then she's like, oh, you're not supposed to know that, I don't think, and it was pretty funny. But, uh, so, Mark has also, one time they have what Addison refers to as a transcontinental booty call, and, uh, Mark comes to Seattle yet again, but he doesn't want to leave Addison because they actually had a real relationship once Derek left, like Addison and Mark stayed together, so it wasn't just like a one-time thing, uh, which I guess is kind of better, but uh, then Mark comes back and he takes over the plastics program. Mark has a really hard time with Seattle Grace because he doesn't really fit in, he doesn't like the rain, and obviously Derek isn't about to forgive him and Addison isn't about to come uh, and have a relationship with him as hard as he may try and want. And then he's all, he's, you know, he's going to go to New York. But then he hears that uh, Richard Weber, the chief, is planning on retiring. And therefore, the um, race for chief is up. And so he is going to put himself into the race. And he's going to do it right now. And he's going to do it well. And he actually, I did mention this, that he is a very good, um, he was good with, like, the presenting of it. But it's carrying out the plans that seems to be the worry with him. He still wants to repair his relationship with Derek and Addison, and I think that um, he and Ad- he still loves Addison, and he they had a 60-day abstinence agreement between him and Ma- uh, Addison, and then they were going to say, you know, they were going to try and have a relationship if Mark and Addison could make it 60 days, but then he found out that Addison didn't do it, and she was... Um, she was with Alex Karev, who was, you know, under Mark, and that probably hurt him a lot more. But, uh, and then he lies to Addison and breaks the pack, and then Addison disappears. But, uh, m- when Meredith 
had her drowning experience, Mark was really there for Derek, and that was wonderful to see that, like, even though they've been through so many terrible things that maybe there's a hint of hope for their relationship, which is, um, kind of doubtful, but at the same time, you can still be hopeful, I guess, and so there we go, that's, I guess that's really all we have about Sloan, we don't know what's going to happen to him, because I feel like he's got to have this whole new start, because he's missing so much of his life, uh, so many parts, like Addison was kind of what was keeping him at Seattle Grace, and so was the Chief Race, and both of those are gone now, so we'll see where they take him next, hopefully it's a good place. So we're going to talk about the person that plays Dr. Mark Sloan, which is Eric William Dane, and he was born on November 9, 1972 in San Francisco, California. He really started acting in high school, and he was in a high school production in a high school production of Arthur Miller's All My Sons, and this is where he decided he wanted to pursue a career in acting. And so he relocated to Los Angeles, and he played small roles like in Saved by the Bell, The Wonder Years, Roseanne, and Married with Children, all of which I do enjoy, except for The Wonder Years. But uh, So then he was going to be in a recurring role uh, in Gideon's Crossing, and he was in Charmed. He's, he's got a pretty good resume. He's got a definitely longer re- resume than some of the others do. His first major film appearance was in The Basket in 1999, although I have actually never even heard of that. Anyway, so then he started out, uh, Eric started out in 2005 guesting as Dr. Mark Sloan on, obviously, Grey's Anatomy. And uh, the more, I, I don't know if it was like focus groups, but audiences really seemed to take to him. And so he start. it was just like Addison and just like Callie. They were only signed on for like little small arcs. But they became, um, they what what are now essential parts to the TV show. And so I think that the first, <laughs> sorry, uh, one of the moments that most people will never forget um, in Grey's Anatomy is when he came out of the bathroom at the beginning of season three and he was only wearing a strategically placed towel, which was like, um, which he, if you watch any interviews with him about that, he was saying he had practiced how he was going to do it, and then they said, we're going to need to see a little more skin, and I think that's pretty good. And then he, and John Stamos, one of my other favorite actors, he was in the A&E movie with him called Wedding Wars about gay men. He was the brother of a gay man who, the gay man is John Stamos, and so that's about him. And Eric Dane has, um... Well, let's see. In 2001, he was, this says, he was briefly involved with actress Lara Flynn Boyle, and then uh, they were in Gideon's Crossing together, I believe, in the practice. And, uh, but he is now married to Rebecca Gay Hart, and he was married on October 29, 2004, and they're a beautiful couple. So, this episode is much, much shorter, and I am definitely, I wish I could make it longer, except for these characters are a little bit less there's a little bit less to say about them, I guess. And it's getting towards the end of these, and I'm ready to keep going. And I'm ready for the new episodes to come out. Okay, so here's what I have planned for the future of this podcast, of course. Um, next week, of course, we're going to be going over um, Alex Karev and Kate Walsh. And, or, sorry, Alex Karev, who plays... Uh, Al- who's played by, why am I so confused? Alex Karev is played by Justin Chambers. And then we have uh, 
Addison Forbes Montgomery Shepherd slash Addison Forbes Montgomery, who is uh, now played, who was played by Kate Walsh, who was planning on leaving the show. Not planning on, she was going to be leaving the show to uh, be on Grey's Enemy 2.0 slash Private Practice, which could use a better name. Anyway, so that's going to be on next week. And the week after that, or not next week, next episode, two weeks, three weeks maybe. And if uh, there's still going to be time in between, my guess is, uh, between the opening and uh, the next character, the last characters. And so what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to come out with all the news that have come out over the summer, news and spoilers, and I'll be sure to label that one clearly in case you don't want to hear anything of it. And that way, it'll just get you guys in the mood for the new episodes that'll be coming out soon. So anyway, if you have any feedback about what I covered on this episode or on the episodes that are upcoming, especially the episode on um, Kate Walsh and Justin Chambers, send in your feedback. And there are many ways you can do it, of course, as you should already know. You could go on to the blog at jlg-grazenatomy.blogspot.com and you can leave a comment there directly on the blog. Or you can go into the upper right-hand corner and you can leave me an audio. All you need is your microphone and, of course, your internet connection. Like I mentioned before, I don't know how you'd get to the blog without the internet connection. Anyway, so you can leave me an audio comment that way, or if you have the capability of recording your own audio comment on your computer, you can save it as any type of file, really, and uh, I can bring it, you can send it on in, and then I will, um, you can send it in via email, attach it to an email, right, sorry, that was really confusing, send in your audio comment to, uh, attach to the email, and, or you can send it into, like, normal comments or emails, uh, to the email address, of course, which is jlgpodcasting at gmail.com. Please, please send in your feedback. And um, also for that spoiler slash news episode, I really would love to hear, I'm going to give you a little advanced time, I'd love to hear about like what your predictions are for the season and what you'd like to see happen and what you would hate to see happen. So be thinking about that and definitely start sending those in as soon as you can because I'd like to hear that. So... That's all I have, and summer is still winding down to a close, so enjoy your time outside, because if you're living where I am, it's going to snow. Inevitably, it will snow, and things will not be as nice out. So, enjoy the time outside, and have a wonderful week. I will talk to you all later. Bye.